Welcome everybody to Wrestling Ruin, Wrestling's Worst Years, episode number seven, guys. I am, of course, am Eddie Shepard. And I am the tantalizing, terrific, and tasty Travis Lasseter. I don't agree with anything you just <laughs> said, but I appreciate the effort. I'm the free will burden, head turning ass, kicking machismo, dripping master podcasting, mouthpiece of the Southeast, and reigning and defending world heavyweight champion of oh, podcasting. Shit. Oh, shit. Still have to figure out a way to defend that. Hey, man, who's in possession of the belt? This guy. I mean, Raven was in possession of the belt in 98. That doesn't mean he was champion. We're talking, about, we're, we're talking about 95, Travis. <laughs> Get with the time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm okay. My bad. Guys, we're fresh off. Just fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we're fresh off doing Clash of the Champions 30. Arguably the worst show we've done. It's a contender, but they, they've all they, they've all had their uh, reasons to be considered. It is one hundred percent worse than the fucking Royal Rumble. Yeah, I will I will say that without any hesitation, uh, even though I just hesitated. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to compare though because you had to buy the Royal Rumble, so there is an expectation of quality. Whereas WCW, this is a free show. Am I expected yeah. to watch shit? Well, no, but you should have expected it. Am I expected to watch The Butcher fucking shit all over the place? Hey, hey, he headlines Starcade. Okay. Good news is, though, the next WCW pay-per-view is creeping up. It takes place in February. I believe it's February 19th. But, actually, I think it's... Uh, yeah. So it's... Uh, I could be wrong on the day. It's it's in February. <laughs> Fucking Vader. <laughs> Spoiler. Logan. Hogan hits the leg. But the best thing is, best thing is, Butcher does not wrestle. He manages on that show. So when we get to that point, which should be in a couple episodes. How the mighty have fallen. He goes from main event in Starcade to being a half-ass manager on the outside. Why he's gripping his arthritis hands. Should they have put Leap and Lanny in the fucking Dungeon of Doom? Oh my god, what, what would his persona have been? He jumps on people's heads. He's Leap and Lanny. He could have been the he could have been the Brainiac instead of the genius. The Brainiac. He could have been. Uh, is it King Curtis? <laughs> god, WCW fucking blows, guys. Hey, um, hey, I will say this. Um, this episode we're getting ready to watch is a contender for the worst. Hour of television. Jumbo Beretta's bet? Oh, yes. yes. No, yes. sorry. Ricky Santana? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ricky well, Starks? <clears throat> hey, 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 now. Hey, now. I'm sorry. He's hey in AEW now. now. He's good. He has ties to he has ties to NWA. So Brandon has a half chub with his fucking caramel fucking Starbucks drink over here. It's delicious. He makes fun of me for drinking Smirnoff Ice. At least that's got alcohol, and ain't you pussy? <laughs> the, 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 the caffeine the caffeine effect from one of these is greater than the alcohol effect from one of your pussy lady drinks, Travis. Sorry, it doesn't say Tim Hortons on it, you Canadian bitch. <laughs> Hey, I'm all American. <laughs> Bet you got a crueler too over there. <laughs> Do not. Got some. Got some uh, ketchup chips. <laughs> that actually, sounds, that actually sounds pretty good. I gotta lie. Oh, so so guys, before we kind of get rolling, we we noticed something that uh, it's not really been well. Uh, What's the word? Uh, mentioned. Oh, it's just not even really publicized. Yeah, publicized with Peacock. Peacock is slowly but surely adding 
um, older stuff on there, we have seen that uh, Super Brawl is, in fact, on Peacock already. So we'll be able to watch along with that with no problem. 1996 Monday Night Raw. So from 96 to pretty much now is available. So we're one year. We're, almo- we're well, almost there. Well, that's because people might actually want to watch episodes of Raw from 96. We so. are trying to – Peacock's trying to redeem itself, get back in our good graces. But guess what? Fucking 95's not on there, so we're back into the illegal hard drive. Let's <laughs> fucking go. <coughs> Toshiba. Toshiba. <laughs> I should have put in my uh, little tagline at the beginning of the uh, Toshiba terabyte heaven. I like that. I like that. I like that. Before we get rolling, too, Travis, uh, talk about uh, how many fucking DVDs you just sold. Oh, man. I just put up like 250 DVDs and I sold 100 of them. Uh, some guy out there bought 30 in one pop. So uh, if you listen to the podcast, thank you very much. Uh, if you're into gay porn, you've got plenty. <laughs> I <Yes>. mean, <laughs> terabytes. You bought, you bought 30 DVDs from WWE. I mean, I mean, pay-per-views. I haven't got the documentaries Like I said, yet. gay porn. It's, <laughs> it's the equivalent. And the Blu-rays up yet. I mean, but, you know, higher quality thank, gay porn. Thank, thank everyone for buying my stuff. Mr. Help me out. Mister, I'm going to have to ask you to get your gay pornography oh, out of here. Sorry. Sorry. Thank God you haven't unlocked the third wall on that hard drive. Well, that's like it's passworded up to the max. Yeah, no. Like, I can't like, have my mom find them. Hey, it's balls with a Z. Yeah. I guarantee it. Balls try it. All right. Are you Vince Russo? Like, is that your booking style? I didn't make the password. You did. I mean, I wish it was the Dungeon of Dooms. <laughs> because it put my ass to sleep. That would not. That would not have happened because WCW was not hot with the, with the culture. Busher's finisher was the sleeper brother. I put people to sleep when the disease on the end. Yeah, uh, yes, I, I see the direction you're going with this. You're very clever. <laughs> Damn right. I am. Before we gotta get rolling, guys, uh, we're gonna take a, a brief uh, break and let our ads kind of kick in. And uh, once we get back, we'll get rolling. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. It's Raw. What's your definition? WWF Monday Night Raw on USA. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major 
major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined, or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. God damn! Those fucking ads. We're just slutting ourselves out for anybody now, aren't we? Spread eagle to the wall. We're well equipped to take it off. <laughs> Damn right. Just hand jobs for everybody. I like giving uh, handies under uh, overpasses and bridges. He does. We've been in Knoxville. I mean, if you give him on in, if you give a handy on the underpass, you're less likely to get caught. If you're doing it on the overpass, you're just being brazen and asking to be arrested. <laughs> I'm just doing advertisement that way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Technically, he can't get in trouble if he's doing them for free. <laughs> no. I mean, ha- with, decent exposure, I mean, but whatever. I don't, I don't know what the law is. Uh, if, if are you in the car or are you outside the car? If you're outside the car, I think it's illegal. If you're in the car, I don't know. Outside. I don't know. <laughs> I'm outside the car, Lex Luger. <laughs> Whoa, that's illegal. Shout out to my buddy Miles Henze, who apparently loves Lex Luger and texts me every time I make fun of him. He's like, "Why are you doing this to Lex Luger? Because he killed Miss Elizabeth." <laughs> He's a piece of shit, and everybody knows it. I hope he wills himself right into a river, and no one gets him out. Oh, fuck wow. you, Miles! I can't wait to block you again, you piece <laughs> of shit. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding, Miles. I don't have you blocked or anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of, of, of advertising and stuff, Rants the Black Lodge, I know you guys are about to kick back here in, what, a few few months? Well, we'll be back up and running uh, June 1st. Uh, we're, we're making some changes. Uh, we're going to open our podcast up to a, to a wider net. Uh, you know, traditionally, we've done horror movies. And big reason why this podcast exists is a, a, our love to want to do something wrestling-related. Every time Rance ever did anything wrestling-related, oh, man, people were like, why the fuck are you doing this? We don't give a shit about that. Ready to rumble. Who the fuck cares about David Arquette unless he's in fucking stream? That's true. <laughs> also, fuck Scream. Uh, oh, let me pull a Brandon here and drink a vanilla Starbucks Frappuccino. Let's see how... The caramel is so much better. I mean, I'm just trying it out. I just want to see what it's like to be in your shorts. You both look like less of men near me right now with my bottle of water. Ugh. But yeah, I'm excited for the... I, creamy we're, goodness. We're, we're excited. Uh, we're getting some new... Uh, uh, artwork done. Uh, Corey Kaufman, shout out to him. He's uh, he's helping us out with that, uh, putting his uh, artistic skills to the to the limit. And uh, we're gonna have uh, you know we're gonna open ourselves up a little bit to to do some movies that are not exactly horror movies, but sort of adjacent it's things that I wanted to do that weren't really in our purview. But we're gonna open ourselves up to a little more. Uh, options and uh, we've got some great things on the uh, horizon. We're looking forward to getting back into gear, but right now it's all about wrestling ruin. That's why we're here today. Absolutely. Also, guys, NGW has a show coming up. Oh shit! Davy Richards is going to be there. Goddamn oh, right, the American James. Wolf, former Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, guys, we actually announced it on WrestleMania Night One that uh, we are officially back. So June twenty seventh, Jackson Terminal, Knoxville, Tennessee. If you guys get the chance, check us out at nextgentn.net. Tickets are available now. now Lim- before <clears throat> you ever announced anybody, you guys sold like a fuck ton of tickets. Yeah. Like- so so with this. The the building's actually capping us off at three hundred. Um, I know we've, I think you. we've already sold I think seventy five tickets and we haven't even announced one match. Yeah, I know that that's incredible. I, I'm really happy for you guys. Um, despite my utter disdain for modern wrestling, if I'm going to give anybody uh, you know a check in the column for putting on a quality show on a local scale, it's NGW all the way. You don't, you realize that me and Brandon are both NGW alumni, technically? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. You were a manager and I was a ring announcer. 
Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about those dark times. People, people remember me because I was quality. You are dirt shit. And look, look, I mean, we let you on this podcast because we like you. It took you seven episodes to get a fucking introduction. Hey, Eddie, Eddie's the host of this Eddie show. And he still has have it. The exotic, extravagant Eddie James Shepard. Uh, well, I like alliteration. I love it. That's going to be mine now. I love, I love, I love the extravagant. <laughs> what a maneuver. If you start wearing some makeup like exotic Adrian Street. I think that look would go good with you. We have to get a Patreon and have some video podcasts. He will wear the makeup. I I will uh, I will Hulk Hogan my beard. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> I I will do the podcast shirtless. I'll, I don't. We don't want that. <laughs> Let, we'll have a tier where you. To, I, 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 I'll be tantalizing instead of tantalizing. We'll have we'll have a tier where people pay for you to keep your shirt on. Ooh. That's a, and we'll be fucking rich. You're like, damn yeah, right. Is it Randy from fucking uh, Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Put a fucking shirt on Randy. <laughs> well, guys, uh, right now we are illegally watching this episode, so you guys can listen along. Uh, hopefully, Peacock gets everything rolling a little bit. Of, uh, kudos to them and knocking shit out pretty quickly. And they get the 95 Raws put on there so we can watch along together. Um, but when you do get the chance to finally watch it, make sure you start at 0 0, get past all the commercials. Uh, we're going to start this episode uh, in. Uh, well, there, there's no guarantee. That exactly what we're watching now. It's true, you'll still be, but you'll have a, a, a generalization. Yeah, of what get we're it together, watching. Ebersol. I'm pretty sure you don't have anything to do with Peacock, but fuck you, Ebersol. <laughs> I tell you who does have something to do with it, Jerry McDivitt, and he's probably going to sue you for <laughs> illegally downloading this. But um, you ready for the rock and roll, guys? Let's do this. Three, two, one, play. Oh no! Oh my God! Still you, shots of Bam Bam Bigelow. You know, you know, this is serious when the footage is in black and white to <clears> accentuate <throat> how, you know, how dire the situation is. This goes along with uh, Vince McMahon's solemn tone from two weeks ago, pretty much, or our two podcasts ago. Yeah, where I thought uh, someone had died. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> oh, LT's mad. Ooh, that yeah. slit in his hair. They're already playing <clears throat> playing the so, scenes right now. Look at that wool suit. We are two episodes. In a row where we've had large, bald wrestlers wearing suits, suits <laughs> that do not suit them. At least, at least, at least <laughs> Vader had all his teeth. Yeah, but Vader also split his pants. So and Vader go. also had on a fucking <laughs> roses three-tone sweater with, like, red patches on his fucking elbows. Like, he was some nerdy professor. This is a, the January 30th, 1995 Monday Night Raw, guys. This is week two of three of the tapings they did from the Manatee Civic Center in Palmetto, Florida. Coming back. Shawn Michaels rocking that gear from WrestleMania 9. At least his fucking name's spelled right this time. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Of course, we're hyping that they're going to have the, the epic rematch to the 1-2-3 kid and Bob Holly versus the Smoking Jones. Which you would think would be the main event. It's not. No. I like I like Vince's shirt. It's got the white little stripes there underneath the collar. That suit better suits him than last week where it blended into this fucking fake tan skin. Oh, my God. Over-the-top rope match. Vince does take a jab at the Super Bowl saying it was kind of a blowout and that it wasn't anything worth watching. And uh, Well, the two-man Royal Rumble. Where you had uh, the San Francisco 49ers go three in a row, yeah. I believe. Team of the 90s, man. I know they say the Cowboys, but... Well, I mean, they... Ooh, the glare off that line. They, they went to the there. Super... Every time they made it to the Super Bowl, they mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl until they had that uh, the game against the, the Ravens where the power went out. Oh, yeah. I was watching that at a Fat Fuck Scouts back when he attempted to like sports ball 
Sean's fucking mullet blends into that green scheme. That's really a, fucking weird. That's a fucking amazing jacket. There's two that things I want to I want to mention about this. <clears throat> looks like a wizard. <laughs> number number one, he has a huge loose string like yep. that's uh, I see that from his uh, from his <laughs> glittered outfit. Second, oh god damn it, fucking seizure! <laughs> oh my god. Is this, oh, what, this is what Kevin this, Dunn thought a house party was? Like, yes, because he's hip with it. I want to say this, though. Look how into the crowd the crowd is into it because the lights are down. Now, the second the fucking lights come back up, they are stone cold <laughs> dead. That's funny you say that because when I've gone to wrestling shows, I get fucking into it. Like, if I go to a WWE show or NXT show, I paid the money. I'm going to have fun. Uh, you'll get, like you were saying before, people, when the light's on, they get... They get kind of bashful. They don't want to say ahead, things. See how ahead of the time uh, Mabel was there with that grill? Hell yeah. Paul Wall getting everybody grills. What about Mabel, son? <laughs> Flew us in the world. Well, he was a rapper, so he, was, he had right. that rap money. Occupation. Uh, uh, speaking of rappers, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Oscar, correct? Yeah, Oscar. Oscar raps him as he's going out there, and... He's not wrestling, yet he is the most tired of anybody involved in this whole in ring and uh, beside, you know, ringside scenario. They'll cut to shots of him, and he's like out of breath. Okay, so then. maybe that's why his rap career didn't last. Right. Ted DiBiase is JP Penny, JP JC Penny. God damn it, JC Penny suit that, uh, that van- vanilla uh, frappe uh, knocking yeah. on your ass. Too much fucking. <laughs> Too much fucking caffeine, man. Vince keeps putting over that both feet must hit the floor, which I will say from this point on, every Royal Rumble, it is a staple of saying both feet hit the floor. Well, I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, King Kong Button doesn't have a problem with his feet hitting the floor because he fell out of the Rumble too fucking early. I want to tell you guys this, too. Vince McMahon, um, he, I put in my notes that he's jizzing everywhere with the size of both men. <laughs> However, autocorrect made it jazzing, so it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. I, Vince is jazzing. It's funny. Vince is jizzing about both these guys, but neither one of them were ever world champion. Wash yourself in my hot jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Duke Silver. God. So, uh, this day, January 30th, 1995, was of note for a couple of reasons. The uh, 22nd American uh, Music uh, Music Awards was this night, so I'm assuming that they probably got killed in the ratings. Probably. And uh, Boyz II Men and Ace of Bass were the big winners that night. Uh, Kevin Eubanks. Well, Leonard Skinner won one of these awards, the ratings didn't get killed. Talking about people watching wrestling. I mean, if Leonard Skinner are there, they're watching Bob Holly fucking do his victory lap around the ring. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, um, Kevin Eubanks officially became the band leader of the Tonight Show on this episode, which leads to uh, yeah. So uh, Hog Wild, Road Wild, Wild, Oh, he's going for it already. He's trying to get King Kong out. And uh, workers from the National Institute of Health announced the successful clinical trials for testing that pre- uh, preventative treatment for sickle cell disease. So that that's the big thing that happened on Ooh. on this day. Ooh. And I think it's under like you, you don't realize how big Mabel is. You're actually looking at him like that. He's a big boy. Uh, he's over 500 pounds. Ooh. And uh, his knee pads they're like squares, like rectangles. Like he just got them out of a bag. I see that. And they're over his shins and his ankle. Uh, during this knee. during this whole match, too, Vince is... I think this was an idea for Vince to keep plugging the Encore Plus of the Royal Rumble where you got that exclusive interview with Shawn Michaels and Roddy Piper's on there uh, just trying to get more uh, pay-per-view buys. Do you guys think this match was made due to King Kong Bundy prematurely being eliminated out of the uh, Royal Rumble to kind of save some I, face? I think that this was probably supposed to be the big spot of that match, <clears> them two trying to 
push each other out while Bulldog and Sean were down. Boy, it sure does make it better that there's nothing else going on. I really love the isolated <laughs> situation of all this. See, the thing about two super heavyweights wrestling one another is that this is undeniably going to be awful. Yeah. Um, so if you do something like, like a this, big show match, this this has to, it has to be quick. You've got to have a spot that's going to kind of detour you from the shittiness of it. Uh, case in point, all of those really awful uh, Hercules Hernandez and Ultimate Warrior oh God, matches. Yeah. That's um, a Mania Four matches. Can we just watch Kali matches versus Big Show and the Undertaker and Kane? I'd prefer not. I'd prefer not to, but it would certainly live up to the title of the podcast. <laughs> God, and he's all. Of do you, do you guys? Him. We know that Bunny's going to start. He's going to start his program with Taker here soon for Mania. Do you think this should have just been a normal one-on-one match and Bunny just went clean over Mabel to kind of put him over as a bigger monster? Well, that's because Mabel is our future king of the ring. But it's not a spectacle then. It's just another match. They had to give some kind of gimmick to make people be like, oh, this is something cool to tune in to see because it's raw. Yeah, and I, I agree with Travis. By the way, that insiguri was Fucking garbage. Sorry, I just buddy does not take it. I just sneezed because of Travis's bullshit. He got a whiff of it. It was just too much. But we saw an excellent insecurity. (laughs) There's Oscar. Like, is it looking at me? He's he's looking out of breath. But uh, on the last episode when we watched Clash of the Champions 30, we saw an excellent insecurity from Arn Anderson, who doesn't normally do them. Yet here we see this 500 pound behemoth attempt one, and it looked so fucking soft. Yeah. However, we we put it over a few weeks ago. how good I think it it's was. Bundy is the problem. And look how many guys it's taken. It's taken three guys to get Mabel out, which makes Bundy look like a bitch. Oh, look! It's the million dollar corporation. You know why? Because I think they 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 saw more money in Mabel. Uh, that that top rope is hanging on for dear life, guys. It's about to break. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine it snapping right on. Oh man, Ted DiBiase is IRS sweating. <laughs> We should just create a Twitter. Uh, is IRS sweaty? <laughs> yes or no? Yes. There's the mug, the, man. The baby's coming to make the save. Oh, my God. It's like too late. Oscar, he's like, hey. hey. Him, he, he's, he's fucking out of it. He ain't done shit. Where the fuck is the bulldog? Isn't that Luger's tag team? He's order? doing crack in the back. Oh, my God. And he's, <laughs> Luger's not even wearing his own fucking T-shirt. He's wearing a main event fitness shirt from Atlanta. Well, then you know why, because he, he owns that with, with Sting, so that's free publicity. The man is a businessman. But, respect that, <laughs> even though he killed Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Which we don't respect <laughs> that at all, dickhead. Look, he's already sweaty. sweaty. Is. Jesus Christ. King Kong Bunny looks like he needs a snack. He, Bam Bam, I love Bam Bam, but he's so... Out of place. He, he, you can tell that he's not comfortable with all this. Yeah, he needs a mouthpiece. But here's here's my literally he gives the shit he gives the click shit and everything about oh the room WWF run ninety five he is about to be in the main event of WrestleMania with Lawrence Taylor hey, if they, they couldn't capitalize on that after that was it really the click's fault or yes. was it Bam Bam's fault it's, I, it's 60-40, 70-30. Is it, or is it Bam Bam's drug problems fault. During this whole inter- <laughs> during this whole interview process, Vince keeps sticking uh, the fact that he lost to the one two three kid and mentions the sti- the stitches that we talked about, uh, the fourteen stitches to his mouth that uh, one two three kid gave him after that crazy ass drop kick from the top. Biggest thing I noticed, I know we talked about suits, but his fucking tan line from wearing sunglasses is super noticeable. Yo, yeah, um, I'll give it to him. He looks better in a suit than Vader. Yes. Yep, but it's because Vince probably like. Told him what to wear. Could he not have worn a tie? Look at the side. You can literally see the sunglass marks on the side of no, his face. No, because Vader, <clears throat> I mean, Bam Bam doesn't wear ties. 
He wasn't aware of Ty last week. He didn't even have a collar on the last episode of Raw. He was on the collarless fucking Well, maybe he's evolving, and by next week he'll have a tie. So Vince says something here, too, where he says he keeps defending the fans who are um, bullying, making fun of him. And he says they paid their money. They can do what they want, which is ironic because now— They sent some people to take their signs away. CM Punk! CM Punk! You guys remember—I know you're not an AEW fan, Bren, but remember when people were—when they first started putting shirts out and they were making them— Take, them inside turn them inside out, out and, everything and how, how kind of petty it was. I do. I remember that shit. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, everybody knows AEW's out there. Hell, they just put Jericho on their damn network. And that was actually a really good interview. I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it because I have not given the cock any money as of yet. It's two hours long. It's good. pretty good. The cock is two hours long. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I would hope it would last a while. <laughs> <laughs> when you take it audibly, it is. It's two hours long. God, I can't take it seriously. I know, you can't take it seriously, but he actually gives a good promo here compared to some of his other stuff he's done. Uh, I feel like he is taking the opportunity in stride. Like He is, he realizes this is a big deal for him. Um, <laughs> I love the fake plant in the background. Like They had to have this, like, get the fake plant. It's going to bring it all together. Yeah, this, this looks like the lobby of a Best Western. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> Can we get your best holiday? Best conference room. Make sure you get the coffee cups out of the way. Continental breakfast. We just need the plants. Wait, how much is that room? Go to the room smaller. (laughs) We need the room smaller. We're cutting costs here. (laughs) We got dick dancers with well done. Oh, let me tell you something. Let me give you the four fingers. I'm going to tell you about it right now. He he officially challenges LT to to WrestleMania, and uh, the wheels could start rolling, and you know, when we get to that point, I will put over, it's still, to me, probably the best celebrity match they've had. Mm, I don't know about that. So, as far as like celebrity involvement in wrestling, nine times out of ten, well, I am I am against it. And we just saw Bad Bunny at WrestleMania do much better than he had any right yes. to do. Um, the problem with WrestleMania <laughs> Eleven is that Bam Bam. God, I hate that shitty does, green screen. He does the job. Yeah. Obviously, there was no chance of him winning because if you're going to get the celebrity involvement, you're going to put him over. Fine. Whatever. We get it. WrestleMania 11 still sucks. With Bad Bunny, I had no problem with him being put over as being on the winning team, but who, who the fuck did this benefit? They absolutely Bye. should have gave Damian Priest the fucking pin because that way Bad Bunny still gets a win in his column. He gets to be on the winning team, but you propel the guy who's going to be there next week. They were, they, oh my God. I know you hate Bad Bunny, but I've, I was, I've been hearing that he actually uh, crashed their Ticketmaster website with the tour they announced on Mania. So they could, it was a win, it was a win win for them. They got free publicity yeah. on not free publicity out of it. But Ricky Santana new to the Jabber Tracker. Yeah, <laughs> Hakushi's gimmick, good or bad? Awesome. I love Hakushi, and uh, I have a big qualm with this match. I'm happy that it goes over. Obviously, that was the only outcome that was going to happen in this match. But he gives this dude way too much offense. It doesn't need to be... Same thing with Matt Hardy, though. If you remember back to the Matt Hardy match, he he, gives him too much. He doesn't need to be a a complete squash, but you need to fucking propel this guy. Like, especially because he's going to be feuding with Brett later. This whole white versus... Like, the light versus dark really could have been... He could have had a great feud with The Undertaker. And he would have... I mean, the matches would have been good because Taker... He would have bumped hard for Taker. Taker could have sold his shit. Just imagine who the fuck The Undertaker fought in 95. Yeah, like, and oh my God, he has to fucking wrestle. There's Bill Alfonso, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's the referee here. 
It is weird seeing Bill because Bill had ref for them for years. I want to say he refed at WrestleMania nine. Oh, there's as a, well. There's a shit move to the ropes there. Yeah, this match is not that great. Like uh, you were saying, Brandon, uh, the jobber is getting way too much offense in in this match. Like nice, nice. See, that's a great insecurity right there. And he he looks like a million bucks. And I just he don't, does. I don't think the crowd gets the gimmick. I think that's part of the problem. I don't think it was really explained. Like when we watched that vignette from the last Raw from '94, it doesn't. It's just like. Hakushi's coming and doesn't really tell you anything about him, nothing. It's just like, oh, look at this guy with these big, thick fucking <clears throat> Chinese lettering on him or whatever, and it's like weird. I'm a big proponent that if you're going to debut somebody, um, there's two ways to do it. Ooh, right to the face. You, you give them, uh, you know, several weeks of promo packages to like, you know, yeah. put, get, kind of lay the, uh, the groundwork of what this person's about when they debut. They already feel special. Well, it's like you've seen Hakushi one other time this year. Or you debut them in an angle where they, you know, beat someone down hard that, like, puts them over as a threat of some kind. Perfect example of that is Mankind. Yeah. Mankind debuts after the uh, night after WrestleMania 12, the night after. And he works, I think he works Justin Hawk Bradshaw. or Undertaker he works, uh, works Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Yeah. Mankind works somebody earlier in the night. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. And he goes over. It's Holly. Is it? Was Bob Hall. And then he goes right after that. He goes out there and just beats the shit out of Taker. And then boom, they're right in. They're, you already got a tailor made feud off one fucking thing that made him a bigger star. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, Shinja is going to go back there and complain about how much uh, uh, <laughs> offense uh, he gave him to a, uh, Ricky Santana? He's going, like, I'm going to tell him, JJ, uh, how much offense do you give? <laughs> so, um,. Peacock is... That's not racist. Bruce Prichard does it. It's fine. It's fine. If Bruce Prichard has done something racist, it's okay for us to do it. Um, he's in the business, man. He gets it. Um, but speaking of racist things, uh, Peacock has been eliminating big chunks of wrestling history. Uh, Roddy Piper. And... Uh, and uh, Bad News Brown. One thing that I have noticed, and we I think we touched on this a little bit... Um, right now they're like Asian hate is like a, a big, big thing, a, a big thing. And, uh, and deservedly so we don't want anybody of any nationality no, re- single out for any for yeah. no reason. Just fucking leave everybody alone. And, you know, you got problems fucking take it out on yourself. Beat your meat. <laughs> yes, that that will uh, cut down a lot of issues. Is just masturbating constantly it helps me. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, one thing, and I, I kid you not, uh, I saw this on Twitter uh, a couple of days ago, where somebody was calling for uh, Hakushi's manager to be eliminated because from the network because he's white wearing face. white face, and it's like. This does not offend anybody. And if you are offended by this, you are the problem. Isn't that, like, part of, like... I know, like, geishas and stuff paint their face white with, like, designs and stuff for, like, ritual dance and stuff. I'm sure it probably is, but even if if it's not, it's not hurting anybody. And that's not even... When I when I have never, until you just brought that up, thought that that was racist. I just thought it was part of the gimmick of, like, they were the light. And like it was just you know their way of being different. Like, he's, I never, he's, here, well, here's, he's a couple of lines away from being Sting. Yeah, yeah. here's so we're here, gonna eliminate Sting. Yes. Here's the fucking problem: is social media has given everybody a platform, either 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 this is good beautiful, or, by the way, boom, boom. This is either match. good or, either good or bad, to give them a platform to say things. Now, 
I can be offended by something, but the difference between me and other people is I have this thing where I can just scroll right by it and not let it affect me. Because it's just like a lot of people, you know, with Gone with the Wind and all these older movies, and they're trying to call them out. I get people may be offended, but at the same time, it's the past. And if we want to learn from our past, we go back and we watch those things from the past to be better in the future. I don't understand, you know, like a, a, we're editing, one movie we we're love, editing. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Revenge of the Nerds is <laughs> like it's very rapey. <laughs> yes, but you know what? We learn from that. We know, like today, that's not acceptable. As long as you don't learn how to rape from it, I think you're good. Absolutely, that's but my like, rant, guys. Like, I mean, even they took the DX angle with DX parodying the nation off. I get there was like you know there was blackface in there. That's not socially acceptable. But it was a parody of something at the time. Like, it was, what was that, 23 years ago now? Yeah. Like, I mean. You can't, I mean, you can't just cancel everything in the past. I mean, you, it's the past for a reason. Like I said, big thing with me, guys, I don't advocate anybody being racist or anything like that. But at the same time, we can't just cancel every single thing that had happened. We have to look for the future and be better in the future. Well, yeah. If you eliminate racism, then like most of 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, <laughs> yeah. and 30s wrestling is gone. Yeah. Um, they played off racial stereotypes and things like that. And not saying that was a good thing. Yeah. But Rocky like, Force about racism. Yeah. I mean, like, you look, you look at Yokozuna. That was still based on the Japanese. It's double racist and, and because. Pearl Harbor. It's double racist because he's a, he's not even Japanese. We had Nazi wrestlers. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fritz and Waldo von Erich. Fritz and Waldo von Erich. You had, uh, was it Baron von Raschke? Yeah. I mean, like. They all use the claw. Yeah. A lot racist. of this, the claw is racist. A lot of this, too, guys, is if you uh, use the claw, you're a homophobe <laughs> and a racist. <laughs> Jesus. Or you lost a leg. <laughs> you lost a foot. Oh man. So there, right now, guys, back to all this. So that's like I'm kind of our little. I'm sure rant. when I watched this on the network before they canceled this Encore Plus inter, like advertisement was not on there. It was on there. It was on. It there? was on there. Cause I have it in my notes here. Uh, I said first, my thing is where's Todd Pettengill because I knew Brandon would miss his ass so much. Oh man. But the big thing about this is the last Raw we watched was the night after Royal Rumble, where Todd Pettengill's breaking down what had happened. This is what it should have fucking been. It should have been mm-hmm. screen grabs of the fucking Royal Rumble and him breaking down what had happened. The, the, only, Jimmy Dale Wright. the damn right. The only defense I can think is that because of the, you know the feed had just happened, they probably didn't have those to pull from. But they made the, the promo videos at the end of the the pay per views in that time. They were pulling stuff from in the pay-per-views and had the little highlight <laughs> you're, you're probably right. you damn right I'm right. I fucking know. Maybe it was a logistical <laughs> thing. Well, because he obviously did that the night of. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't so the they probably didn't night. have time yeah. to do it. Look at Pamela Anderson smiling so big. And she immediately leaves the ring because she's disgusting. I may have asked this before, but do you think that Sean and Pamela... He at least tried. Oh, I bet he oh, tried. He at least tried. I don't yeah. think she she gave Hell it. Hell yeah, brother! Is this um, the, is this the first time we've seen Aldo? This is the first Aldo Montoya. Aldo Montoya is the Portuguese man of war, also known as PJ Walker, <laughs> also P- known P. as PJ Polanco. Just incredible. Which I used to wa- love watching 2000s ECW and seeing Just Incredible just beat the shit out of people with kendo sticks. Uh, he and Lance Storm were tag team the Impact champions. players, yeah. man. Look, one of my favorites. Great tag team. Yo, we get to see this. Oh, man. Slim Jim. Slim Jim commercial right here from Bam Bam, who was just being very heelish, and now he's trying to sell you Slim Jim. He's still, uh, he's still uh, on the, you know, 
What's the word I'm looking for? He's still suspended, yeah. but oh, they, they let his ads run because they need that sweet, sweet ju- money. Jumbo Beretta here. <laughs> I love his name is that. It looks like he looks like he's wearing blue blazer 1980 tights. He does. Um, Look at that back body drop, oh though, God. man. This is two enhancement workers we've seen tonight that both have very simple lightning bolts on their tights. True. Yeah. That's you're you're true. welcome for uh, me noticing <laughs> that. Here's the what was the TV show, Brandon? The generic Power Rangers that were on USA that was wearing the God damn it, dude. <laughs> I, you I sent tried, it to the group. I yeah. tried to remember. And then I find a figure and was like, you're like, that's the show. Super, super samurai <laughs> from Beverly Hills or some yeah. shit like that. I don't know. But the mask is just fucking like it. it here, here's a question, guys. So the click behind the scenes were pulling all the shots, or, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, definitely. No mm-hmm. <laughs> But, um,. It's kind of well known that he uh, he being Aldo Montoya, PJ Pelago, whatever. I don't think I've ever noticed the guy taking the punches, stopping his foot. No, but like so, every time he's, he he's so punch, good, he's every so time good. He's taking, he's taking the By the way, he's getting too much offense as well. Yeah, you're back to your point, sorry. Um, but he's sort of an associate member of the clip. Yes. Yeah, he held it a week. Okay, he's their he's, he's their, their Jimmy. Hart. He's their beefer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks like it with the mask on. Funny thing, Sean says in this, he goes, "One thing about the World Wrestling Federation is you got to be cool. Wearing an athletic supporter on your head is not cool." <laughs> but <laughs> I think double I don't, I don't shot think, there was the. Shit. I don't think that's a rag on him. I think that's that's Sean taking shots at Vince while they're on commentary. Oh, about the gimmick he created. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like that fucking double chop he just did, karate samurai double chop was terrible, and they gave it to fucking. Avatar and Shinobi too, which was awesome. But <laughs> also, Vince says, "Please, that's the new look." <laughs> he yeah. just hit a cross body block bulldog there, and he gets the win. That's, that was a, that was actually kind of good. But that he also got terrible. pyro at the beginning of the of his match. He did. He got pinwheels. That was fucking god awful. I hate my life. They also put over Owen Hart is working Diesel on the action zone for the title. See, we should watch Action Zone. Dude, fuck you. No, we're not. <laughs> Diesel versus Owen Hart. I don't need more Diesel in my oh, life. Hey, Brandon, God. you just won a Super Bowl. Where are you going? I'm going to WrestleMania. Travis, you just won a Super Bowl. Where are you going? WrestleMania 11. Look, at they got the, the, the new logos creeping in, man. Motherfucker, man. No Tilted. one in their right mind said they were going to WrestleMania. He was just going to be an LT's team in the corner, which... Steve Mongo and Michael gets a WWF tryout pretty much based on that. He he does commentary with Vince on the way to the run, on the way to Mania one day. Yeah, they're setting day. up for the King's Court and they realize that the uh, seats are all fucked up and he's in the shot. Slam jam, snap into it. Hell yeah! And then just like two more weeks since Slim Jim's gone. Is, is this, <laughs> has Jerry Lawler, Travis? You were telling us you got your dro- your jobber tracker. We're going to go to that here in a little while, but. Has Jerry Lawler been on almost every episode of Monday Night Raw? Jerry Lawler has been on every episode of Raw that has been uh, on, you know, that we've covered so far. The only other person, um, talent-wise, that has been is Shawn Michaels, and he's been yeah, on commentary. This is the first episode Jeff Jarrett is actually not on here. Yeah. Oh, there was Tammy Faye and her friend Rita. Oh, again. shit. They were down there on the front row this time, back in the corner. They moved them around. Mr. Bob Backman, guys. I... Love this. <laughs> it was I great. Hate Sean you. makes a Sean makes the says kids are calling him Mr. Bob Prozacland. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> but see, Jerry Lawler went to his now traditional black attire that he wore at the Rumble. 
Switched over from blue and white. Yeah, that, that's first, all attitude era Jerry Lawler attire right there. What if he had multiple jackets or just that one? Because that is the exact jacket he wore on so many Raws. Black is slimming. and He's starting to beef up a little bit. The Burger King eats at Burger King a lot. <laughs> Don't you say that about him. He likes waffles. I eat Burger King all the time. I'm fat. I know how They're it works. Five. <laughs> Cheesy tots, dude. They're fucking delicious. I like how he's just like stone-faced here. Like Bob Backlund's like stone-faced. I Plays to the crowd a little bit. Because he's... Dude. Uh, Pro Zachlin. <laughs> I, I did not... I took this for granted at the time. And <laughs> Don't I, touch me. And I fucking love this. And I'm, I'm so on board for Bob Backlund, and I'm so ashamed of the way that they handled all this because... Bob Backlund sucked. No. No, dude. Yes. There, After... There, there is there is something here that that apps could have absolutely been he tremendous. He, he did not have to be in like the the WWF title run to have this. No, I agree. He, but, but he like he honestly could have went after Razor or someone with like lower end title or just somebody else. I, see, I think he should still be champion, and Diesel should be chasing him. Give Diesel his coronation at WrestleMania 11, and because I mean, ultimately, Sean winning the Rumble. What did that accomplish? Nothing. No, the next nutty turns babyface. Yeah, after Mania, but uh, Vince Vince keeps <laughs> just going back and forth with Sean with all of this. But they're clearly planting the seeds for Brett versus Backlund's I Quit match. Uh, Jerry does a phenomenal job of putting the hills over here. I feel like Bob kind of goes off track a little bit, and Jerry gets him right right back into it. Uh, there's a funny part here, too, where Bob Backlund says that even yours truly is not exempt from the chicken wing, meaning King, but took it as himself, and they rag on him for it. Yeah. Well, the chicken wing was a devastating maneuver. Here's the thing. When he puts it on Jerry here in a minute, like, that does not hurt. However, if you do it properly and you clasp oh, a hand, put in it. <laughs> like you can, you can separate someone's shoulder, um, tear ligaments. You can tear ligaments. Uh, it it could really fuck you up. Um, I do like how like Bob Backlund is just fucking serious. Doesn't give a shit that Jerry Lawler's a heel. Nothing. He just fucking yeah goes for it. And I kind of like that. There's a dimension to him that he that he's not. It's not like, oh, I'm a heel, you're a heel, we're going to get along. Well, yeah. like, he's just... He's just like, he's I'm fucking... You. I, yeah. I hate everyone. Because yeah. Jerry Lawler keeps saying, you know, he keeps sitting around... Touching that, him. He keeps sitting around, too, that he, uh, he wouldn't get put into the crossface because he's basically alluding to the both heels. And then Backlund's like, no, dude, I'll fucking put you in it as well. And he keeps telling him not to touch him. And he keeps not not taking him serious. The f- keeps touching him. The fucking bow tie... Is what pushes this over the edge of being awesome. Do you think that his run in the 80s where he was the champion? There it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. And Lawler's even smart enough to hold the mic up to get so, all of it. So the funny thing about this, too, you, they could have turned Bob into an instant baby face by doing that. They could have, but I'm kind of glad they do didn't. Even though they don't really do anything with him past Brett. Do you think that he was drawn off the heels that he wrestled in the 80s and 70s with this character some? Like the things that he took from them, because he was always the baby face. Oh, uh, yeah, the be, beyond baby face, yeah. um, white meat, all American. There, there's Uh-oh. a oh shit. Oh my By God, the way, I love turns. I love the ring being catty corner yeah. to the mm-hmm. entrance. It's just a different look. I I really like that. They could honestly turn Lawler face here too. If you think about it. Yeah, then we never would have got that kiss in my foot match, Travis. God damn it, Travis. You're selfish. You're fucking selfish. Ring 95 is so fucking good. Jerry's backpedaling after Backlund's going to come in there and fucking stretch him like Stu would. 
Uh, anyways, the point I was, was going to make uh, what you were saying about him drawing from uh, from guys he worked with during that time period. There is a little bit of Ivan Koloff uh, now that I'm kind of no. putting that together. Oh, there she is. God damn those titties. The drama. I have in my notes to you guys after that segment. I take everything bad I said about, about Backlund back. I don't. But the triumph. I uh, I still think Bob Backlund is controversy. is so fucking out of place in '95. I just because especially after what is it Mania, he vanishes. You don't yeah. see him really anymore. That's but that's that's on them. That's not on yeah. him. They they fucked up what could have been. They, oh, I'm saying man. they could have. This could have escalated and rose would, above. Here's what, here, what it was. My problem with this whole Encore Plus thing is a Piper interview. With Shawn Michaels enough to make you want to buy the pay-per-view again? No, because people weren't watching the show anyway. No, if no. you were going to do it, I would have had either your champion, which would have been Diesel, or I would have had you have Brett a bonus match or something too at the end of it. Like <laughs> no holds barred. Get the match. You get the, <laughs> the movie, movie match. and the match. Which I have the super tape that has that pay per view match on it. Yeah, I actually got some. I got some really good stuff for this match, guys. The smoking guns are defending the tag titles. They just won last week on Raw. Do you know how I know they're gonna lose? Uh, how? Um, they don't have matching gear. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's that stupid ring announcer. I don't know his name. Yeah, so it's not Howard Finkel. So this match has actually happened twice in front of this crowd. So they got this same match twice. Bill Alfonso coming back out. Uh, I want to give them credit. I think this match is better than the one they had last time. I think it's shorter. I think if if they could have made a mix between the two matches, the first match was 15 minutes long. This one is about almost nine minutes. They, they trimmed the fat, and there's there's no bad botches in this match mm-hmm. other than whoever decided the, the finish. Because I have a problem with the finish because of where it is on the card. The smoking pew-pew bang-bangs. This should have been the main event. Oh, yes. Uncontested, this should have been the main event. And if you're going to do the whole thing with kid getting hurt or whatever, go off the air with that. Leave people with suspense. Oh, yeah. and like, oh, shit. Like, like what's going on? Because the, the, as soon as it happens, the crowd stands up. And really? they're, they're like, fuck, this is real. This isn't a part of the show. They're, really? they're totally into it. Fucking mullet is awesome. I don't even care. Well, well then why don't you grow one? Because Speaking. I'm not cool riding around Rod Run. I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> y'all, if y'all ever come to East Tennessee to the Rod Run, go fuck yourselves. I want you guys to know that. If you ever come to East Tennessee, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> unless you're going to go check out an NGW show, then by all means. I mean, check unless it you want to come here and buy some stuff from my personal wrestling collection, and then Eddie and Brandon go fuck themselves. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I already planned it. So he did after we leave. So this is we're gonna we're actually He's got a gonna, skull ring. It's wet. We're actually we're actually we're going to spotlight the smoking guns. Uh, we actually uh, there was something in this that I wanted to kind of get to because we talked about it on a past episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they began teaming as the Long Riders in the IWF. Bart wrestled as Brett Colt. While Billy Gunn was known as Kip Winchester. Yeah, Kip being his uh, real, real name. name. Yep. And they were using guns as their yep. last name. <laughs> the, the Smoking Guns made their WWF debut on April 5th, 1993, which was the day after WrestleMania 9, which is wild. I didn't think they had been around that long, around but they two had. years. Yeah, so they, they've been around almost a full two Where years now. Where is the IWF even located at? Where is that? Parts unknown. Oh, okay. Par- parte a new name. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> You're welcome for that. <laughs> From their debut until January 94, they would fire blanks into the arena with real guns. But Ooh. when they received complaints from families that were, that they, you know, it was scaring their children, uh, this caused them to stop firing uh, guns. Do you want to, you want to take another reason to account that probably came to an end? The crow. 
Yeah, you're right. Around that time period, Brandon Lee passed away tragically on the set of The Crow, which if you guys ever get a chance uh, on Shudder watching, uh, was it Cursed? Is it Cursed, Cursed films? films? yeah. Watch that. It's Absolutely. actually a good episode. I didn't know Michael, I didn't know Michael Berryman was in that movie. Like his part got cut out. Yeah, I had no idea. Great movie, though. Uh, in the fall of 1994, the smoking guns began a feud with the Heavenly Bodies. Good old Jimmy Dale Ray and um, Dr. Dr. Tom, Tom Pritchard. The bodies attacked the smoking guns and destroyed their cowboy hats. <laughs> in return, the guns grabbed the bodies' robes and tore the wings off. Love us some fucking early 90s uh, we, storytelling. We've had so many great feuds uh, with destructions of hats over the years. <laughs> or jackets. Jack, stealing of jackets. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming, guys. Uh, they would go on to win the world titles, uh, world tag team titles three times. Uh, Sonny eventually caused the team's downfall as she became the source of infighting between the two. Yeah, because of that sweet pussy. That everyone in the mm. back was fucking at least getting a finger in. <laughs> it, was still, it was still sweet back then. I just looked it up, guys. Uh, the International Wrestling Federation was also known as Killer Kowalski's All Stars. Oh man, yeah, Northeastern Territory. I did not think mm. that. I did not realize that at all. Killer Kowalski uh, trained Triple H and a whole bunch of other terrible wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get heat for that. Ted, Ted R. C. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Triple H is the exception. Terrorizing. <laughs> Terrorizing. Bob. Bob. You want two names? Bob Backlund actually had a little run in the IWF from ninety five, ninety six. Well, there you go. Uh, Billy, after, of course, you know, they broke up because of Sonny's sweet ass. Uh, Billy feuded with Bart. Billy would then become Rockabilly, uh, and they he'd actually defeated Bart on Raw. Afterwards, Bart left. Um, Bart would go on to wrestle for the NWA, which uh, he returned in 1998. Uh, he was mainly involved with the, the NWA storyline as the new Midnight Express. One with, of the worst things that's ever happened. With uh, Hollywood Bob Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Bodacious. Bob Holly. Uh, and also, he would... That was bombastic bar, Bob, Bob Bodacious Bart. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> was Hollywood Bob, Bob Holly in um, oh Smoking Mouth. Uh, Bart would go on to have his biggest claim to fame, which would, of course, be winning the Brawl for All, uh, and then getting knocked out by Butterbean. He was released by, uh, literally like that month after that. By the way, Butterbean lives in our area. He has a booth at our local flea market. He seems like a pretty good guy. He's so nice. And I feel bad for him because he's uh, wheelchair bound now. Is he? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he's... Uh, I've, I've seen him several times at conventions. Uh, he's very, very nice. Uh, I'd like, uh, if in the future, if we ever do the Brawl for All, we can try and set something up because I think he'd be cool. Absolutely, and local guy, too, so I appreciate that. Uh, you know, of course, he, you know, like I said, Bart got released shortly after losing the Butterbean because what are you going to do after that? You got, you, they literally set him up uh, for failure. He went to Japan and did fairly well there, and um, there was a very, very short-lived uh, federation that was ran by... Um, Ted DiBiase, and I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's uh, around the time right before WCW closed the do their doors, and Bart Gunn came in and he went under his a different name. And uh, he and um, oh crap, uh, Johnny Ace and a, uh, Fred Ottman and a couple other people were their quote unquote stars. big stars. Yeah. And they did some TV tapings, and it just didn't last. Yeah. Uh, of course, after that, Billy became badass Billy Gunn, which. Uh, of course, I mean, that's how we really know him you know, right through the Attitude Era. I like him as Rockabilly better. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> Later, he would win the Intercontinental Championship, the Hardcore Championship, the 1999 King of the Ring, which they did nothing with other than that feud with The Rock, uh, in addition to eight more tag team titles. He formed the New Age Outlaws with Road Dogg, uh, and he was released finally from the company in November of 90, uh, 2004. Remember Billy and Chuck, man? Leave them out. 
We're getting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, before all that happened, before he was released in 2004, he did have a uh, quote-unquote gay relationship, but not gay relationship with Chuck Palumbo, uh, with Rico in 2002. Two? 2002. Does, yep. And, uh, wait, so. One of the best spots they ever did with Eric Bischoff pulling the stuff off uh, in, the, in the fake, in the wedding. To me, still cool because when I watched it, I had no idea that was Bischoff. Yeah, that was great prosthetic work. Great. Three minutes. And I was like, oh, God, I got a boner. Uh, like I said, he was released in 2004, which is nuts, dude. He worked from 1993 to 2004. 11-year run. He would go on to be, you know, the one Billy Gunn as well after he lost uh, he lost bad, he lost the ass in his name yep. or something like that. I think he lost yeah, the right to censor. Piece, where they were doing the PC thing with the RTC. Yeah, I really thought the one Billy Gunn was going to be something. I honestly really, really yeah, did. He changed his finish up. He had that. Uh, it was like a Cobra right. Clutch slam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh man, the one and only. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> when, when, here, here. I'm going to detour for just a second. Back when I was in like middle school and in, in, in like early high school, because I was a nerd, had trampoline out in the backyard and we had our own wrestling federation, the MWA, the Misfit Wrestling Alliance. Because uh, we were the guys you couldn't get booked anywhere else. Everything I hate about actual wrestling. <laughs> but, but my but my finisher was very similar to his. The only difference is it was basically if you took Bob Backlund and his finisher and put them together. So it was, yeah, it was a Cobra, well, cobra it was a, Clutch, but it was a um, cross-face chicken wing, cross-face chicken wing bomb, mm. uh, which I called the Colt Slither. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. Which works with the Smoking Guns gimmick, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, right. Uh, he also had a stint. There's a snake in his boot. There's a snake in his boot. He had a stint in TNA with the James Gang and VKM, the Voodoo Kid Mafia. We don't, I'm, we're just going to not even talk about that because it was fucking terrible. Fang parody and Sean and Triple H. You know? Michael Hickenbottom. Uh, Hickenbottom, Levesque, the Alamo. <laughs> he would return in 2014 to win the tag titles with the Road Dog. I believe it was on the pre-show for the Royal Rumble in 2014. And that's the Rumble. Uh, yeah, they actually, they did put some people over. They put the shield over and everybody. Uh, he became a Hall of Famer with DX in 2019 and he is currently working with the AEW. With his sons. Yes. Or the Gun Club or Gun something. Club, right? Something like that. Yeah. The dude is in Phenomenal shape. He was a trainer at NXT until they like found out. I guess he was doing bodybuilding, but had used steroids or something. Well, it was uh, (laughs) GHB or whatever. Some kind of illegal like substance on their testing or whatever. And it's one of those that like it's really hard for it to show up unless it's in like inordinate amounts. So he was really doping. So we kind of we kind of glazed over this match. This has actually been a great match, like you said. If if you're gonna watch anything this week, it would be this match. If you if you Go to the beginning of this match. Um, Kid comes in hot, like almost oh. working the heel angle. Kid uh, always a bit. took that way too low. Like I always worried he was gonna fall on his fucking head. Yeah, he he sells this, and this is how the match ends. Like they they go to they go make the tag, and they go to check on him, and he's like, "Is he fucked up?" Which is like him. this is kind of a precursor to the Shawn Michaels uh, it's, it's a it, deal. It's funny because I, I was just getting ready to say he's doing a Shawn Michaels impression. Yeah, um, both Look in the ring and out there having jizzing his pants on the fucking mat yes. here. And he's actually had a so money missed. But see, look how everybody pops this up. This should have been the end of the show. But I guess Vince didn't want to end on a solemn note, but like, to God me... God damn it, it, though. That's how you get yeah. people to come back. Like, fuck, I'm I have gonna to watch what happened yeah, to I'm going to watch next week. I'm going to watch they the stars. They even got a in there, which is the craziest thing. I remember watching back. Bob, I guess it was supposed to be an EMT or whatever. And Bob is selling Bob. it, too. Bob looks... They all look so concerned. Like, look at the smoking guns. And they're, you know, it's... 
it looked so real. I mean, they did a good job. I mean, he's kind of flopping around. Then we get a fucking Bam Bam commercial. <laughs> Another right one. <laughs> Another one. So we, we watched. They're really know, pushing the fucking slim. We've been watching. You know, we just we just did the Clash of the Champions episode. Would you say the tag division in WWF is better or worse, or is WCW's better? God, man. <sighs> They're both very lackluster. I'm going to go out on a limb, though, and say, personally, I think the Smoking Guns are a better tag team than Harlem Heat. No. I do. No. I think they're... Well, I think they're... Booker, Booker no. T is better than either one of those well, guys. I'm, so, I'm I, sorry, but Bart makes is a better wrestler than Stevie Ray ever thought about being. Well, yeah. So that cancels out Stevie fucking Ray. Yeah, but they don't have sensual sherry at her... I think, and I, I can tell along. you this too. Like we talked about it at the, on the Clash episode. I think the size of the ring in WCW hurts the tag <laughs> well, division. Here's, here's it hurts the tag division. Here's one thing: like the size of Sherry's point tits. out about that green. <laughs> point out about that green screen right there. It's not the same audience behind them. So that was fucking stupid too. Like if you're gonna put a green screen up, at least make sure it's the same fucking audience. Travis, no one, Travis, no one fucking cares. God, well, Bucky Beaver sucks. Vince and Sean completely take the piss out of the injury, but Sean does put him over. Like <sighs> he, he does. He oh, uh, that's, this is Jumbo Brett. I'm sorry, my bad. The last guy. God, Travis. Uh, they never, never, gave, they never gave you his name. I have straight. it here. It was David Sierra. Sierra, yeah. David it's Sierra. Jobber Charger. See, but the, I agree. I remember we were talking about how Kamal was going to debut and all this other stuff. This tent his debut match on Raw but here's the thing that white t-shirt Brandon you're right fucking ruins the whole game it, well, that, that was I, me motherfucker no, and so now, I, but if, if you showed his tats off and, and shit and her, I know why they didn't why Papa Shango. because of Papa Shango that's true and, man. but people you people, people would not have remembered that I don't shit. think people would have remembered it but they're like oh my god that's Papa Shango I haven't seen him in three years they got him off the voodoo man <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's clean. He, he's the one that made Ultimate Warrior bleed blood from his mask. Face it wasn't whatever. blood. It was black goo. Ooh. And now the fiend does that. Yeah. God, God damn, it works better. Than it works better. <laughs> this now. Is, I have my notes though that Comet looks great, but his gear is the drizzling shits. Dude, his like the kick, like the kick pads and all that shit. Right until you get to the t-shirt, fucking ruined. And this, uh, this is the wrong guy to put in there with comma. I think you could have put um, the guy who Aldo Look Montoya man worked. Titties. The Look guy, man the titties. guy who Aldo Montoya worked. David Sierra would have been better than uh, Jumbo Beretta. I get why they did it. Shawn Michaels says. Shawn Michaels says a kick to the blubber of Jumbo Beretta. He even puts. He, he like. Ben slapped his titty. Oh, look at his titty. Dip slip. It's so good. <laughs> this is why we do the podcast for shit like that. Oh, oh my oh, god. Man. Put I your boner away. I missed that the first time I watched it. God, he needs a bra. Look at those tits hanging out. Jumbo, oh look god. up Jumbo Beretta, guys. Oh, oh my god. These tits are huge. God, more tits than Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, those are some nice knockers that they weren't on a dude. I swear. <laughs> oh, Jesus man. Christ, look at those nips. They're fucking with, pepperoni size. With, oh. with, with, deep, with deep fake technology, <laughs> we can make it not a dude. <laughs> Vader's tits aren't even that big. <laughs> Have the technology. Oh, little bear. <laughs> Why your titties better than mine? <laughs> because he's a big fat piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Jump on Barrett. Listen oh, to the podcast. So, so what do you 
what do you think they call it Jumbo? God, God, I hope Google searches for Jumbo Beretta go through the Ju- roof this week. More like Jumbo Boob Beretta. <laughs> oh, fuck me, man. Tinneretta. Oh, oh my God, look at it. Oh, so, God, those are like a fucking porno director's dream. Oh, <laughs> oh where's, where's the fucking, where's Gangrel when you need him? Get the shot, Gangrel, get the shot. <laughs> oh, he's going to be getting some DVD, DA. Oh, oh God. Uh, next oh. week, guys, they, they promote men on a mission and Lex Luger versus IRS and Bondi and Tatanka. God, I want to see that. That so gives bad. me a boner. Um, Crowder. God, they're so big. I think that's why he's wearing two singlets. They're not even covering any of them. He's got the bull gypsy. He's got the bull gypsy singlet on. It's way too long. Why is he wearing two? He's wearing two fucking singlets. Hashtag zipper rash right now. You can't Here comes the finish. It's an STF. He can, it's an STF that he can barely put on because his titties are out. The titties are out. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hashtag bulls. Hashtag bulls. Belly button. Hashtag jump on titties. Oh, man. The crowd goes mild. You need to make Fucking sure this is Jumbo's titties. Oh, God. <sighs> That's such a lackluster end of that role. And then it ends. Comma <laughs> just walking around the ring like, what the fuck? They don't even give you graphics for next week's Raw. Oh, my God. Jumbo's titties just saved that entire role. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think this other, I mean. Oh, my God. I, I think we could argue, though. This, this is be- the best role. <laughs> <laughs> if you close your eyes, if you just look like squint one eye, don't look about the way you get good tits show the whole show. Oh, God. Oh, I think this this is a contender for the worst Raw, guys. We really need visual aid, Peacock. We really fucking need it. They're probably going to edit this whole episode out because there's so much tit in it. It's just, it's just a fucking bouncing black bar constantly. <laughs> if we end up posting this episode, I'm going to do it. Post it over Oh, oh, shit. My God. Uh, final thoughts on this episode, guys. Biggest thing I noticed was how awful. <laughs> the biggest thing I noticed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. The biggest thing I noticed. Oh, shit. Stop fucking praising it like that. God damn. Let's get over the biggest thing the I noticed. The commentary team, guys. So, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent Sean are awful compared to Bobby and Tony. Oh, and it's it's immediately noticeable oh, after God. watching this episode. We noticed it before, but after listening to Tony and Bobby go and then getting this, well, fucking immediately. Well, I'll, Vince and Law are on the Rumble were really, good. really, really good. good. They feed off each other very well. But Sean does not need to be doing commentary. I mean, anymore. I don't even know who the commentary team is for Saturday Night right now. Is it Bobby and Tony? Or is it like Tony and Mike Tanay? I don't think it's Bobby. Sure. I think Bobby's only doing the big shows. I think Tony's on there because Tony was the producer, wasn't he? Of Saturday night. Yeah, he was yeah. the producer of Saturday night. But yeah, I mean, uh, actually, it, it, is it uh, Tony and um, uh, Dusty? It could be. Might I'm, be. I'm it's not the five, baby. I'm not really hundred percent sure. But I know Dusty was doing it on Saturday night. Uh, for a while. Also, guys, the jobber matches went on way too fucking long. <sighs> there was really no star power on this raw. None. The tag match, if they would have made the tag match the main event and they went off with the 1-2-3 kid, it would have made more sense. We got five matches, though, on this Raw. 
Yeah, because I don't remember fucking any of them. You got King Kong Bunny and Mabel. God, dude, I don't need your recapping. <laughs> I'm just saying, none of them were memorable. <laughs> oh, yeah. That last one's memorable. You're going to bed thinking about Jumbo's titties tonight. Since it was such an uneventful Raw, Travis, do you have the Jobber Tracker? I do have the Jobber Tracker. Um, Tell everyone what the Jobber Tracker is. We've mentioned it before. Um, I actually started, I got an idea because Buck Quartermain was on two Raws uh, so far in 95. Plus, didn't he work the dark match of uh, Royal Rumble? I didn't count the dark matches just because they weren't televised. So don't mention it, Eddie. Come on. I'm just saying he was on there, too. But I've started tracking the job, like the enhancement talents, to see how many matches they'll have on Raw in 95. Because if you still think about it, we still haven't seen an Undertaker match. Michaels hasn't wrestled. Diesel hasn't wrestled. Bret Hart's had one match. Razor's had one match. Razor's had one match. So I'm I'm in the thought process of thinking some of these enhancement talent are going to have more matches on Monday Night Raw than your actual talent you have signed the contracts. And yeah. I want to track it and see if I'm right or not. I hope we don't see Jumbo Beretta anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I do no. want him again. I think we. I think if he comes back, this is this will become a. New you need to get a Jumbo Beretta, Beretta shirt and it's just a bar over his titties. We need Jumbo Beretta as the jobber of the fucking week. Yeah, jo- Jumbo just, Beretta. Just when he's in the headlock and his tits are hanging fucking out. Fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> but like, here's, I'll give you a breakdown of who we've had so far as enhancement talent-wise. We've had Mike Bell, Buck Quartermain, Matt Hardy, Gary Sa- Sabra, which was uh, the Italian Stallion. Piece uh, of shit. Um, <laughs> Jason Art, which was just Joe. Or no, that was Joey Abs. Sorry, Joey Abs. Lee Tomlin, the Black Phantom, which was Gangrel, Ricky Santana, Jumbo Beretta, and David Sierra. Those are your enhancement talents so far. If you really think about it, the people that have had matches on Raw, consistently Bam Bam Bigelow has, uh, Ted DiBiase's been on a lot of Raws, but like I said earlier, the only talent that has been on every Raw has been Jerry Lawler. Shawn Michaels is the only commentator that's been on every Raw so far. And Jack Dome's the only referee. I will say the big thing I noticed about this episode was no, there's no uh, Jeff Jarrett, no Jeff Jarrett at all, and um, yeah, he's out have, celebrating his uh, Intercontinental Championship. And if wins. you think about the people they've put out promos for, like Man Mountain Rocks, he, there was no vignette from Man Mountain Rocks. Still haven't seen a match from him yet. Kama finally had two. He's vignettes. on tour. Fuck you. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Kama finally has a match, but Mantar debuted, has had a match since. Hakushi just had his first match in '95, and he debuted mm. at the end of '94. No, 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 no. This is his second match. Oh, yeah, second. Oh, sorry, second HIV match. Matt Hardy. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> treasure share. Treasure, treasure, treasure trail, trail Hardy. Hardy. So before we finish up, guys, on the other side of things, <laughs> we did have WCW Saturday Night. Now, this falls between Clash of the Champions 30 and this episode of Raw. Uh, this took place on January 28th, 1995. Of course, we got the Patriot and Marcus Alexander Bagwell taking on uh, Ricky Santana and David Sierra. <laughs> Double, double fucking duty, boys. Good one. You know, it's funny that I I wrote that down, and I didn't even realize that until now that they worked the fucking dark matches and that tag match. Wow. Yep. They were. Well, they were in Florida, so they must have been based out of Florida, so that kind of makes sense. So they wrestled for WWE and WCW within three days. That's pretty cool. That I got, pretty I got, cool. I got, that, it's just random. Is Jumbo Beretta on Saturday night? <laughs> I hope not. I will look up that match right now. Alex Wright defeated Rick Stockhauser. 
Dave Sullivan defeated John Faulkner. Evan. Get fucked. Where's Evan shirt at? I'm waiting on the Evan shirt. I'm I'm still trying to find <laughs> it. It's in the works. We need the font. Oh, fuck. We need the, I'm slightly mentally incapable of writing my own name font. The, uh, the stud stable with Dick Slater and Buckhouse Buck. It toppled Kenny Kendall and Mike Davis. God, this is a star-studded show. Avalanche <laughs> defeated Mike Corey and Alex Davis, which that Mike Corey keeps popping up. This one is an interesting one. Dustin Rhodes defeated John Paul Levesque. Oh, oh, well, I'm sure that was probably at least a watchable match. Levesque. 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 So this was another interesting one. Har- Harlem Heat defeated Barry Houston and Scott Demore. Of course, Scott oh, Demore of Impact. Impact uh, he's right actually now. currently uh, he, he has a very high position, and I think he's a higher up producer. And he's from Canada, which I am not. Team Canada, yes, buddy. You are. Little bitch. Maple no, Leaf. I'm not. <laughs> I like how Avalanche gets your new nickname is the Maple Leaf Muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> and of course, the main event, guys, because we actually were excited to know this match was happening. The Toronto Titty Twister was Randy Savage defeat working Arn Anderson for the TV title. Um. Randy Savage actually pinned um, Arn Anderson, but it was right at the 15-minute mark, so he, he did not become champion. However, though, that makes Arn look just as strong because he did not lose to Randy well, Savage. He's not used to having time limits in his matches with WWF short in. No. God damn it. There should be fucking time limits. It's, <laughs> All it's right, a, JR. It's a storytelling right. tool All that right. is not utilized. Jim Ross, calm down. You remember when AEW was going to have time limits in their matches and now, like, they don't? I don't remember shit about AEW. He's not watching shit. <laughs> Next episode, guys, will be Monday Night Raw. Um, hopefully, by the time this episode comes out and we go to record that episode, uh, the network. Peacock has updated their Monday Night Raw. So that's going to be one thing to look forward to. If not, we still be utilizing Travis's illegally downloaded. God, I I hope for just this podcast's sake that 95 is up so y'all can see Jumbo Toretta's titties. Beretta's titties, sorry, but if you if we did you have a stroke? Oh my god. Are you that turned on? (laughs) All the blood is rushed from my head to my penis. (laughs) (laughs) You got a you got a jumbo beretta downstairs. That's my (laughs) jumbo beretta arrow pointing down. You should point to the sides. So we're 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 gonna we're going to have an episode of uh, probably the next two episodes will be Monday Night Raw. And then, of course, we'll actually get our first WCW pay-per-view with Super Brawl Super 5, Brawl which took place on February 19, 1995. Headlined by Vader versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> don't go. No. <laughs> save it. Save, save it. it. I want you to blow your voice. or And I don't want to blow you. Uh, so. uh, I will save it, guys. I'll save it. But guys, yeah, we're excited. Uh, Brandon. What? What? <laughs> Project Louder. Uh, please check us out on projectlouder.net. Big shout out to our uh, the Eric Bischoff, to our NWO, TJ Bowser. Too sweet, my brother. For life. For life. Can, can he be our Colonel Robert Parker to our stud stable? Sure. I feel like that would be a more acceptable thing. I'm Bunkhouse Buck. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be Black Top. Yeah, I'll see your Black Top. I want to get fired. <laughs> Who are you, Eddie? I'm Beyonce always. <laughs> <laughs> Office reference. <laughs> be. No, I want to be Arn. He is stud stable. You can't be Arn. Damn it. No, no one can be Arn. No. No. I want to be me. Arn is Arn. There. Uh, follow us on uh, social media at Wrestling Ruined. Um, you know, uh, buy yeah, some shirts. Buy some shirts. Link in the description below. I've uh, just made a high voltage shirt. That Nightheart shirt came out of nowhere. It's actually a nice shirt. Which one? Jim Nightheart. 
Oh yeah, it's just it's just him on there. No reason. I, I found I found a good picture. And I'm like, I'm gonna make a Jim Nighthart shirt. And if I, I had an idea for a shirt, um, it may still make it. Where it's a a, a replica of the uh, Steve Austin Watt shirt, but instead of it saying what, it says who. But I then, love it. But then the uh, the dot at the bottom of the question mark is Jim Nighthart's head. That's why I'll make it. Goatee on the bottom. Yeah. Make I mean, it. And I, I don't usually uh, thank people because, you know, I'm kind of an asshole about things. But I, I appreciate everybody subscribing to the podcast. I mean, last time we checked out, it was like over 7,200 people. Uh-huh. No. No? Um, as of yesterday. Oh, we, shit. As of yesterday, Wrestling Ruined is past 12,000 subscribers. Oh, yeah. So, did not see that update yeah. there. Yeah. Fuck weird. yeah. That's because you guys aren't in the main chat. We, we have a secondary chat. Um, oh, but just I thought we were project. for life. Yeah. I thought we were part of the Project Project Louder. Well, if you guys wanted to get the fucking TJ chat. is now Sister Sherry of the <laughs> He's about to be Virgil over this. Oh shit, uh, guys! I mean, he's got to change his name to Shane. He joined the West Texas <laughs> Rednecks. Whoa! Oh god! <laughs> then he became Curly Bill. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to also check out you know uh, uh, we talk about at Wrestling Room but to also check out at Rance Black Lodge on social media uh, at Next Gen TN for all NGW stuff Travis talk about your uh, your eBay plug it real quick uh, just look up TGL The Man 12 or just any kind of WWF DVD or whatever you need right now VHS I'm pretty sure I got it up there for sale because um, I'm selling off the wrestling collection here. If you need a uh, Michael Hayes and the Bad Street Band vinyl, it's up there. I remember when you bought that and you're like, I'm never getting rid of this because it's the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> have you listened, owned. Have you listened to it yet? <laughs> it's great, trust me. And him, him, lay, him laying there covered in a Confederate flag, laying on the ground, just looking all purely sexy like Michael Hayes only can. It's is, is enough to buy it. Just saying, just enough to buy it. $300 if you want. <laughs> Fuck. Guys, be safe out there, um, and we look forward to you know bringing you guys more episodes. We're very thankful for all the uh, subscribers we have gotten. It's fucking phenomenal. I can't believe us talking about wrestling has that many subscribers. We're it's, fucking we're fucking morons. I'm surprised that you guys listened to this, but well, thank you. Well, I mean, I mean, if you guys want, I'll, I'll start a cameo and start doing my Vader voice for you if you want to pay for it. That's Just worth saying. every fucking penny. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do for Skip's birthday? I'm going to get him a cameo. <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> guys we appreciate it uh, definitely look for the next couple episodes as we uh, keep trucking t- to the end of 95 which seems so far away <laughs> and hopefully Peacock will straighten his ass out but uh, I'm Eddie Shepard this is Travis Lassiter and of course Brandon A. Lane fuck you Kenny Olivier <laughs> unrelated but just fuck him he's Piece your Canadian brother and calm down he can go back to his fucking country land and- <laughs> you mean yours Listen, bitch. <laughs> in this house, I'm the king commander. I'm the champion. And you're going to cut that. Are you sure you're not, are you, are you sure you're not the prime minister? That, 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 sounds, that sounds very much like Stu Hart laying low. Laying the law down to the heart. I'm going to stretch you downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her dungeon. Fairly or literally. <laughs> All right, guys. Fuck, this is going forever. We look forward to talking to you guys again and uh, y'all take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.